You cannot make money with your art. That is a story of the past. In fact, there's never been a better moment to monetize your skills and make money with your art. In this episode, I'm going to share the three stepping stones for building a successful career as a commercial artist. Keep listening. Hello and welcome to another episode of Open Studio. I'm your host, Martina Flor, and in this show I share strategies and tactics that you can use to propel forward your career as a learning artist or illustrator. This is episode number 101. That means that the previous episode was episode 100, which is a big milestone for this podcast. And to celebrate that, I, I, I invited Jessica Hirsch, who is a learning artist, um, she's an illustrator, she's a best-selling author, and she has been in the industry for a long time. And the conversation with Jessica was more than insightful. Jessica is not only a very talented artist, but she is also very good at sharing what she has learned along the way as a learning artist and illustrator. And the conversation really touched on a lot of different things. Um, she, uh, she shared... Um, how she made her way into the industry, tactics to do that. She even touched on social media. Um, we discussed parenthood and, uh, and work-life balance. It was a very insightful episode. And in a way, this episode or the episode with Jessica Hirsch inspired the topic of this episode, which is about how to build a, a career as a commercial lettering artist or illustrator. And this episode kicks off a series of episodes that are uh, coming up next. And they are, in a way, an anticipation to, um, to my group business coaching program for lettering artists and illustrators that, it, that is open in registrations at the end of June. So mark your calendar. Um, and I also recommend you to sign up for the waiting list on maketheleapnow.com. I'm going to add this to the show notes so that you can sign up. Um, but... If you are thinking of going freelance as a learning artist or illustrator, or if you're already freelancing and you're thinking of what are the ways that I have to, um, to improve my results, to scale what I'm doing, then um, you will be interested in this program. And throughout the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be touching on different things that have to do with building a successful career as a lettering artist and illustrator. We're going to touch on uh, how to generate income, you know, how to, to, how to expand your revenue streams, um, and also how to get clarity around whether freelancing is for you or not. If you are um, working at a job right now and you're thinking of taking the plunge and you're wondering, is this for me? Is this, uh, is this something that um, will allow me to sustain my living. I think that um, the episodes, the upcoming episodes um, of this podcast are going to be very helpful in terms of uh, helping you get clarity around your next steps, right? So if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, I recommend you to do it now so that you don't miss out on the, on the upcoming uh, series that is going to touch on a lot of different things that have to do with building a career as a commercial lettering artist or 
Illustrator. So let's get down into the topic of today's episode. But before we get into all the things that I want to share with you today, I want to first tear down the myth that you cannot make money with your art. I know that um, we as lettering artists, illustrators, creatives, we have heard over and over um, someone saying, hey, you cannot make money with your art or you cannot make a living with what you do. And um, this has, in a way, built up in our minds as a truth. And although this may have been truth for, for uh, artists in the past, nowadays it's a great moment for artists to make a living with their skills. It's a great moment for us to monetize what we do. And throughout the, the interviews that I have conducted in this podcast, these are the living proof that there's dozens and hundreds of artists making a living with their art out there, right? And go on social media, you will find tons of them um, monetizing their skills. And uh, many of the, the artists that I have interviewed throughout the podcast, they are monetizing their skills in a myriad of ways, right? We, in a way, we have... You know, I hear this often, lettering artists or illustrators thinking of taking the plunge into freelancing. And, and, and the first thing that I hear always is like, I have no clients. I don't know how to get clients, right? And the truth is that nowadays you don't need clients to make a living as a lettering artist, right? You don't need clients that will hire you to make an assignment to um, as a lettering artist or illustrator. I mean, you can do that, but it's not the only way you have to make an income. And we are going to touch and we're going to go deeper into that um, as we go down the this series of episodes that are coming up next that have to do with building a career as a commercial lettering artist I'm gonna an, or illustrator. I'm going to touch on income streams in, I believe, in the next episode. Uh, but uh, for today, I just want to plant this idea in your head that there's never been a better moment to make a living with your art because nowadays you have access to a myriad of platforms and ways of building a business around what you know, your skills, and what you can do um, as, a, as an artist, right? So another thing that I hear artists saying uh, when thinking of going uh, freelance with their business or that are already freelancing and are not getting uh, the results that they will wish they will be having. Um, so another one that I hear is I'm really bad at business stuff, right? I'm really bad at selling. I'm really bad at promoting. I'm really bad at all the things business, right? Now, I want to tell that I want to tell you that if you have learned your skill to the level that you have learned it, you can learn business, about business as well, right? Business stuff is not rocket science. Of course, there's a ton to be learned. But, you know, if you have developed a skill to the level that you have, you can also develop a skill uh, when it comes to business, right? 
Hey, just making a short break to let you know that my business group coaching program for lettering artists and illustrators is opening registrations at the end of June. It's called Leap Now, and this transformative coaching program will give you all the training, guidance, and peer support you need to launch and grow a thriving creative practice. You will learn how to run a business that gives you the autonomy to do more of the work you love, as well as the income and work-life balance that you want. It happens just once a year and we only take a small group of members into the program. So if you want to join us this time around, I recommend you to sign up for the waiting list on maketheleapnow.com. And I will let you know as soon as registrations open. Go to maketheleapnow.com to sign up for the waiting list. Now back to the show. So I wanted to, to, get, um, to get past these myths that we you know, we have in our mind as artists. Many of us feel that don't know how to sell or that we aren't really bad at business. Many of us have heard over and over that we cannot make money with our art, right? And I get it. I totally get it because I'm an artist as well. And I have, um, I have experienced that as well. But I'm here to tell you that this is no longer true and that you can create a reality for yourself. You can create a way in which you can monetize your art. And we are going to get into, um, into a specific tactics to do that uh, down the road. But for today, I just want to um, tear down those myths so that we can get into, um, we, can, we can position ourselves in a place of possibility instead of focusing on scarcity, on all the things that could go bad, I want to invite you to position yourself in a place of possibility and focus on all the things that you could be achieving um, if you would find ways to monetize your art. Because the real problem here or what happens often is that because of these myths, many artists are just getting an old job somewhere right? Just because they assume that they cannot be making enough money to sustain their living. But the truth is that you don't know until you try. So today I want to share with you three concepts, uh, three things that I have distilled from the dozens of conversations that I've had with, with lettering artists and illustrators, working lettering artists and illustrators um, in this podcast. Uh, because I feel that these three things that I'm going to share with you today, um, they are going to help you get clear about how to build a career as a lettering artist or illustrator. Um, and once you get clear about it, once you get clear around these three essential milestones, then you can move forward, right? Then you can start doing the work. But first you need to get clear around these three things that I'm going to share with you. So I want you to leave this episode with clarity around whether making a living as a commercial lettering artist or illustrator is possible for you. And I'm sure that you're going to leave this episode super inspired. So let's get into this uh, three milestones or three stepping stones that you need to build a career as a lettering artist or illustrator. First and foremost, you need to have a skill and a market to serve. Now, having a unique skill is essential. 
right? I always say that your work is your superpower, right? Uh, so your your work is essentially the product that you're gonna sell to the work to the world. Your work is essentially what you know, what your the 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 substance with which you're gonna help other people, right? So your work is it will always be the thing that you will continuously uh, be developing, right? Uh, it's the one thing that you will never stop developing and um, and pushing forward, right? Because this is your superpower. This is what makes you stand out in the crowd. And this is what makes you unique. Now, doing great work is not the only thing, the only thing that you need to, um, to make a living as a learning artist or illustrator. The other thing that you need is to find a market overlap. You need to find the people who will buy that thing from you, right? Because you could be doing something amazing, but if no one buys it from you, then it's not possible for you to make a living with that, right? So it is very important to have to create unique work. Uh, focusing on creating amazing work is one of the parts that you need to build a successful career as a learning artist or illustrator. The other part that you need is people who want to buy that from you. People that you can help with that thing that you do, right? And this is where you need to find a market, you know? And a market is essentially a portion of the world that you can help with what you do, right? I want to make an emphasis on this because I feel that in the past, being an illustrator or being a lettering artist, what was enough of a, of an expertise? Was enough of thing of a thing to stand out in the crowd? And nowadays, when there's access to so many things, when there's access to to be out there with your work, I feel that niching down and focusing on a certain portion of the market will make it easier for you to uh, to promote your work, to, talk, to, to get clients, to, uh, to talk to the people that you can better serve, right? So whereas in the past, you know, being a learning artist or illustrator was enough of an expertise, was enough of a differential um, feature, nowadays, Perhaps you also want to um, to find a specific market and a specific group of people that you can help with that one skill that you have, right? Now, when I say this, I don't mean that you necessarily need to find one-to-one -one clients, right? Because as I said before, many artists and illustrators that are thinking of taking the plunge into freelancing, they say, hey, I don't have clients. And many of those that are already freelancing, they are chasing clients, right? They are chasing assignments, right? Uh, but client work is not the only thing you can be doing with your skills. And we, we will go into that in the next episodes. I don't want to, I, I need to hold myself from speaking about that topic because it's one of my favorite topics to, to, to speak about. Uh, but for now, I want to tell you that finding a market, finding a group of people that you can help with your work is a much you know, will make it easier for you to market your work, to promote your work, to talk directly to the people that you can help with that expertise that you have. So the thing number one is to have a skill 
and a market to serve. And I want to give you an example of this, which is the one of Andrea. She was, um, she was a member of my coaching program in past years. And she is a lettering artist and illustrator, but throughout the program, she, um, she niched down into a specific market. So she, she niched down into muralism for public spaces. And if you go to, to Andrea's website, she, you will clearly see her messaging is very aligned with that, uh, with that market, right? And this is why she continues to have uh, uh, projects coming her way in this specific market because when clients um, go onto her website, they can clearly see, okay, this is a muralist, this is a lettering artist that specializes in, in muralism in the public space. She knows what she's doing and therefore she continues to have uh, assignments in this area, right? So because she, um, she narrowed down her focus and her messaging is so clear, it resonates immediately with her ideal uh, customers or clients. So, thing number one, have a skill and a market to serve, right? The point number two that I want to share with you is know your numbers. You will be surprised of how many artists, working artists out there don't know their numbers. They don't really know how much they need to be making to sustain their living, right? And if you are thinking of taking the plunge, you need to get clear around how much you need to be making to sustain your living because this may surprise you. You may be thinking that, oh, you need to make all this money to sustain your living. You need to have all these clients to sustain your living, whereas perhaps you need 10 clients a year or five clients a year to sustain your living, right? Now, knowing your numbers is about knowing how much you spend per month in everything, in rent, um, in, you know, in entertainment, in uh, food, groceries. So I want to invite you to make an audit of all your expenses. How much are you spending per month? How much you need to be making uh, per year to sustain your living, all of it. Make a list, make, it, make an, an Excel sheet with all of your numbers so that you get clear around, okay, realistically, how much do I need to be making? And I know that doing this exercise is gonna be helpful for you. If you're thinking of taking the plunge is, uh, into freelancing, it's gonna be super helpful because it's gonna give you an idea of like, okay, how much do I need to be making? You know, and if you, you know, if you, if you work backwards from that number, how many people I need to be working for and how much do I need to be charging for that? And if you're already freelancing, knowing your numbers will help you price your work. You know, knowing your numbers will help you understand what are the jobs that you need to be seeking for, um, what, you know, what are the jobs that you will, you need to be declining because, you know, you cannot make men ends meet if you, if you take that job. Um, so um, I think that knowing your numbers is an essential part of building a, a sustainable career as a commercial lettering artist or illustrator. And the last thing is educating yourself in business stuff, right? And when I say business stuff is client outreach, business administration, 
client onboarding, uh, promotion, um, all of this, right? You need to know all this stuff. And as I said, I know that many of us who went to our school didn't learn this in our school, which is crazy when you think about it as, you know, as if it wasn't an essential part of making a living with your skills, right? But you can educate yourself. You can learn all this stuff. And I want to invite you not to think, uh, not to use the, the concept of like, if I build it, they will come. Because as I said uh, before, nowadays, where everyone is out there uh, with their work, um, you need to be seeking for your own opportunities. As I uh, um, as I interviewed many uh, lettering artists and illustrators, perhaps people that have started their careers, you know, 15 years ago or 20 years ago. I remember specifically um, Alex Rashut that um, at some point he mentioned that, you know, because he had a website, he was already getting jobs, right? The fact that he had a website was so differential at that time, and like a, like a good-looking website was so differential at what at that time that presented him with a lot of opportunities. But nowadays, that's no longer true. Everybody can build an outstanding website out there. Everybody can rank very high on on Google, right? So you need to to learn other strategies to reach out um, to potential clients, to uh, attract your ideal customers, right? And these are all things yet that you can learn and you can train yourself with. And business or knowing um, about business is an essential part of making a living as a learning artist. And I wouldn't oversee it if, um, if you're already freelancing and if you're think, thinking of taking the plunge into freelancing, this is something that you can learn um, and you should learn as well. So back to the three main stepping stones that you need to build a career as a commercial lettering artist. First, you need to have a skill and a market to serve. And I hope that after today, you start thinking of like, okay, what is the overlap between that thing that I love doing and what is what people want from me, right? How can I find that overlap between that thing that I'm really good at and the people I can help and serve better with my work? The stepping stone number two is knowing your numbers. Knowing your numbers will allow you to measure your efforts, right? So that you don't work, you don't overwork if you don't need to be making that much money. You need to first know how much you need to be making to sustain your living, and that will help you filter a lot of different things. It will help you filter opportunities and say yes or no to certain jobs. It will help you direct your efforts to get certain uh, specific jobs that will help you sustain your living. It will also help you um, determine your pricing and price your work, which is you know a big a big thing when it comes to to working as a as a commercial artists, right? And the stepping stone number three is that you educate yourself in business stuff. Don't just say that, you know, business is not for you. This is not your, your main thing and just live with that, right? Because if you have learned a skill to the level, a level, the level that you have, you can surely learn business stuff.
right? So again, I hope this three stepping stones are gonna help you start thinking about, you know, what are the things that you could be doing as a commercial uh, artist? And if you're already working as a, as a freelancer, as a commercial artist, um, then perhaps these this, uh, stepping stones are gonna help you, you know, start thinking or making an, making an audit about the things that you are currently doing that you could be doing better, right? And I want to remind you that in the upcoming weeks, we're going to be, or I'm going to be sharing a series of episodes that have to do with, with that, with making an income with your skills, um, pricing your work, um, creating additional revenue streams, and you are going to, uh, you're going to love those. So I, I recommend you to subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss out on that. I also want to remind you that my coaching program, my group coaching program for lettering artists and illustrators is opening uh, at the end of June. So if you want to learn a little bit about the program and you want to know when we are opening registrations, which is just, which happens just one time a year, and we only take a limited group of, of members into the program, I recommend you to sign up for the waiting list on makethelipnow.com. I'm going to add this to the show notes, but you can go to make the now again, uh, com and sign up for the waiting list there so that I will let you know when the program is open. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Subscribe for upcoming episodes because I know that they're going to be super insightful for you and they're going to be um, a lot of golden nuggets shared along the way. So I hope you have a wonderful week and thank you for joining today's episode. See you on the next episode of Open Studio. Bye-bye. So this is it. I hope you loved this episode. You can find me, the host of the show, on social networks at Martina Flor on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have a question or comments, go to martinaflor.com slash podcast where you can see previous episodes find show notes, and send voice memos with your comments and questions. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube. Just go to martinaflor.com slash YouTube to find them. You can, of course, listen to all our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. If you loved this episode, subscribe to this podcast. And if you leave us a review, it will help others find us. Thank you all for listening and see you in the next episode of Martina Flores Open Studio. Bye-bye. Hey, learning and mastering hand lettering can be incredibly overwhelming and frustrating. However, a proven framework can help you see real progress, populate a portfolio with standout work, attract paid assignments, and become your source of income. Sign up for my upcoming free masterclass called A Roadmap to Master the Art of Hand Lettering and Unlock Your Full Potential as an Artist. Hear what previous students have said about it. Hi, my name is Jürgen and I'm a lettering artist from the Netherlands. I always thought I knew about letter forms and how to create them. But somehow, whenever my lettering was off, I never quite knew what it was or how to correct it. I now feel a lot more confident in my lettering and I know what to look for. I know how to correct my own mistakes. And that's amazing. 
Sign up now through the link in the description of the episode. I'll see you there.